0: Good morning, this is Ian Clayton for Wisdom's Echo, just speaking on our bodies again. It's been really great in this little journey that we've been on so far. I'm now going to kind of pick it up in in another scripture here that begins to really engage, I think, with the extent of how our bodies have put up with our behavior and the love that our bodies actually have for us that in their um, journey with us even though we reject it we hate it we despise it we think that it's no good for anything and that's mostly because of religious belief systems that we have you know the word does say no good thing dwells in the flesh but it doesn't say that you know hate your body it says the flesh is about the works of what your body does that you you as a spirit being have allowed it to do and so the responsibility of your function of your body really is all of yours and so it's it was for me a pretty interesting revelation when i found the process of having to begin to engage with my body as a potential for complete um, adoption by the father and to be able to live with it for eternity and then to have to deal with my own, um, <clears throat> what I call culturally cultivated Christian attitudes, through teachings that have been done and that I'd heard to that I believed, um, because I knew no different, um, that my body was a useless tool, that it was only good for me here on the earth, and that um, I couldn't be wait I couldn't wait to be free from it. And it was a bit of a shock to me to find that that Yahweh was actually really interested in my my human body, particularly with regards to its longevity and also um, with regards to the way that um, he's designed it to begin to carry his glory and carry his presence to become the physical ark of Yahweh in creation. And then for it to come to the point of adoption where um, there is a complete place of redemption for a human body where it never has to die. And, of course, we see that in Scripture. We see it not only in Christ, but we see it in Elijah who was taken up. We see it in a a few of the people in the Bible who experienced some of this process that that was, I think, the mysteries um, that were kept and also the secrets of Yahweh that had been kept very locked up. It's fascinating for me that the Hebrew people have this, have the 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 mysteries of Yahweh, but it's only the generation of our father's sons that grow up into the kingdom that actually have the secrets of Yahweh, and it's our job as believers to access those and to become a part of that. And so today I want to just pick up um, in the scripture here where where I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm going to read this. This is found in one Corinthians thirteen but I'm going to read it from the perspective of your body speaking to you. And I'm going to talk about it like that. So if this is the first time you've ever heard this, then it's going to be a bit of a shock to you, which is great, really. I mean, it was the same thing to me. And um, yeah, so this is found. So I want to pick this up on 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4. It says this, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, and love is not puffed up. Now, just imagine if this was your body speaking to you about its love for you, that it has chosen to carry you through your existence in creation, where it has taken the low road in every thought, every attitude, every response that you as a human being have have done to it and have not given it the opportunity to realize the full measure of what Yahweh is wanting to do to it. And so your body is speaking to you and saying to it, saying to you, you as the spirit entity being, saying to you that, that I have been long-suffering, I've been kind, I have not envied, I have not paraded myself, and I have not puffed myself up to try and show myself better than you. Really what it, what your body would be saying to you really is that I am suffering because of the choices you have made. Um, and in those choices I continue to serve you and to be with you because I want to be one with you for eternity. And it's it's this, this thing about the possibility of our body being entangled with us for eternity i mean i i grew up kind of in the in the church system where our bodies were considered the um the filthy element of our of our life Um, even in the rapture theology you know just to have my whole to step out of my body and be free from this body of sin that so be easily besets me and the reason that sin so easily besets us is because really we haven't dealt with the issues that beset us to create the, the process for sinning within us and our activities that go with that. And so, but we look at our body and we judge our body instead of looking at us as a spirit being saying to us, hey, you don't have the authority. You need to take it. You need to have dominion. You need to help me subdue myself and bring it under your government really your body is actually crying out for your government the creature itself cries out for redemption and it's this this whole process of how your body has loved you how your body has sustained you i mean imagine being in a marriage Uh, like I I, and I can't I can't imagine this and I and I'm sorry if you're there but imagine being in a marriage where all your partner ever said to you your husband or your wife ever said to you, "Is I hate you I don't like you I I despise you I think you're weak I think you're a failure I, I just want to be free from you I mean your marriage wouldn't last very long and yet here is your body even though we have been saying this to our bodies here is your body making a choice to maintain its service to you for for the period of its longevity here on the face of the earth and here is your body's response saying to you that i am not puffing myself up and putting myself above you i'm here to serve you i'm here to love you in fact love this is all about love so this tells you how much your body actually loves you as a person the intrinsic value that it places in you it chooses to suffer long because of your choices I mean I I I know I know we all go through processes with our body so please don't get me wrong like I'm not saying I'm perfect but I'm just looking at this going oh my goodness this is a a very very different way to look at the scripture you know love does not envy How, how often has your body served you and you make choices. Your body doesn't make choices to eat the wrong foods. It doesn't make choices to to go and do stuff. You you make those choices and you allow it to guide you instead of you governing it. And it's it's these things that are so going forward are so intrinsic to the longevity of our body and, and then the the place our body has within creation to be a sustaining element of who we are within the physical world as a spirit being and and this issue of us uh, you know anyway let's pick up the the next verse love suffers long and is kind like you i need to see i need you need to see this your body has been long suffering with your behavior for a long time it has this is how much your body loves you. It doesn't hate you. Your body, let me just say this, your body does not hate you. Your body loves you. Your body chooses to remain intrinsically woven with you through everything you take it through here in creation. You you, you are the, the sum total. Your body is a sum total of all the choices that have been made around you, by yourself, to you, through you, um, and the choices of others around your your life as well. The the greatest thing is we can't blame others for the behaviour of our body because of the provision that Christ has given to us within the cross itself, within the grave, within the full measure of the resurrection of the of that eternal body that has been promised to you and I. That that it will be be a um, an internal fracturing of the DNA strata of our physical record. Into the record of our father's full-measured DNA to reveal his nature on the earth, but your body chooses the journey with you. It stays with you. I'm, I mean, I so often I've thought how 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 amazing it is that my body has stayed with me, that it is just connected and has chosen to serve me in my journey as a spirit being here on the earth. It's kept the low place. It hasn't it hasn't made itself known it's just served and yet there is a cry in your dna for the record of yahweh's manifestation there is a cry inside of your 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 physical body for the adoption of your body which we've talked about in the previous sessions and so so your body suffers long it is kind Man, you you you're, you need to see how kind your body is. Even though we reject it, we feed it the wrong stuff. We do all these weird things to it. We, we we don't we, we have had no idea of how to engage with our physical form to bring it into the place of complete redemption where there is no sickness, yet it still suffers. It just it just engages and stays with us. This is how much your body loves you. I Often wonder people sometimes who die early in their in their life <sighs> i often wonder just just what their body has thought about their journey or whether the body has just given up it's just like oh, i can't do this anymore i just can't do it and it just gives up I, I i don't know like i'm not in that position so i don't really know but i just i've often these are questions in my in my own mind and own heart that i often wonder about um the next one here so love love suffers long love is kind Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up. Love does not um, behave rudely. Love does not seek its own and is not per- provoked and thinks no evil. I mean, these are just, there's just such a list <coughs> of things here that are kind of phenomenal to think about, really. Um, so let's, let's deal with this. Love does not um, behave rudely. Your, your, your body only follows the dictates of its desires because you as a spirit being haven't dictated what you want for its behavior to be like and so the only way it can function if you don't direct it is to do what it knows to do and that is to try and sustain itself in the best way it can and so, part of the, the problem that we, we walk into is we we look at our body and we go, I don't like you. You know, we look in the mirror. I mean, imagine if you looked at your, you as yourself as a spirit being and said to yourself, I don't like you. I don't like you. You're too fat. You're too thin. You're too skinny. You're too round. You don't like you. You've got lump here. You're doing this. You're doing that. Bah bah, bah 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 Again, it's, it's the, predominantly our attitude towards our body is in a, a st- takes a negative stance. And here is your body choosing to serve you to engage with you to stay with you um, it doesn't behave rudely to you it doesn't interfere in your choices it, it'll do what it has to do to keep itself alive and will do what it wants to do unless it's told what it's supposed to do and our, our job is to tell our body what it's supposed to do to engage with it the, um, love does not seek its own do do you realize that your body seeks the best way it can to serve you with the knowledge it has about who you are and if you don't interfere with it it will just try and do the best it can but it needs a master your body needs a master paul talks about how you know we have not pummeled our body into submission yet and and that's not beating yourself up, you know, hitting yourself with a whip, but actually it's the place of subduing and crucifying the flesh so that your body knows what you want. The reason you crucify your flesh is not to not to tell your body how much you hate it. Because love corrects. Love has a place where there is a divine connection of correction that actually is bought. And so the correction comes by the cross. It comes by your body getting to know what you want it to do and what you and your behaviors and its function with your behaviors and how it can begin to participate with you and what you are doing. So the moment you begin to engage with the cross, it goes, finally, I've now got some instructions in what I'm to do with this thing that now sits in me. You remember your body has a voice as well. And so there's, there's this process that goes on. Um, through all through all of your functionality as part of your body well we're going to continue this in the next number of sessions um, talking through process with us Um, this is ian clayton signing off for wisdom's echo a podcast by origin gate have a fantastic day shalom